The Bite Goes On is up next, but first, check out this other great show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Destination Eat Drink. This week, we're in Chicago's fanciest restaurant with Lynn Bramer. They fill up this edible balloon with helium, and you're supposed to suck the helium in. <laughs> and here I am at Alinea, and we're doing a wine pairing. So I'm enjoying myself, and I inhale the helium. And so I was seized with the inspiration to start singing, We represent the Lollipop <laughs> Guild. Download Destination Eat Drink today on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Hi, and welcome to The Bike Goes On. This is Brian Casey with my good friend, Sondra Bernstein, restaurateur, Sondra Bernstein. Hi, Brian. <laughs> Happy New Year. Sandra, I got a question. What does that actually mean? Because I've heard that term being used for a lot of people, but does that mean that you have owned a restaurant or that you go to restaurants or that you're in the restaurant business? What does that mean exactly? A restaurateur is like, I, what I think it is, it's like a proprietor of a restaurant. A proprietor, so owner. An owner. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I could be wrong, you know, I, mean, I think I've heard it used by people who are like, you know, people that go to a lot of restaurants. No, that are, no, okay. definitely not that person. Okay. Like, and I think of like a restaurant tour more like a Danny Meyer, um, you know, Michael people, Mina. Well, no, be, well, Michael, Michael could be because he's both, he's a restaurant tour and a chef. But I think it was, I think, I think it was more for people that weren't chefs. Charlie Palmer. Char He's a chef too, a chef but too. maybe it's for both. Yeah. 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 I mean, I like that, but the spelling on that word is so weird. <laughs> I have to use spell check all the time for that word because there's no second N somewhere or there's no N. Right, right. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I've never tried to spell it. Yeah. But if you want to be one, you can be one. I don't have the I don't have the desire to go into a business <laughs> where the profit margins are so slim. So small. And you work so hard. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't well, think so. Yeah, but you're in the business and your profit margins can be small and you work so hard too. You that's don't even, true. You don't have the liability of all the back end. That's that's the important part. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the part you want to stay away from. Exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, today's our hundred and fifteenth show. Wow. Which I'm so proud of us. Like I think we've missed one week or two weeks, but the weeks we missed, we had doubled up on. You know, so we haven't repeated any shows. Right. Um, and I think that it's been so incredible, like all the people like, you know, in the beginning, it was like, oh, how are we going to find guests? You know, I'm like, oh, well, I've got like 25 years, 35 years, you know, of business um, friends and, you know, getting them on and catching up with them and how fun having these conversations. And then it was like okay, there's like trillions of people out there that are doing such good things that like, I want to hear their success stories, you know, yeah. try to be like a guy from how I built this, but we're too, he's too, he's, he's very good at his podcast. 
And then, um, you know, we, we started with, well, we did two shows in the beginning, just us, which right. I haven't listened to. I have to go back and listen to them because see how we've, how far we've come from then to now. Well, don't we have a double zero show too? Yeah. I think yeah. the double zero on the, yeah, double zero and then one. And right. then we had Preston Raisin as our first show. And I don't think he's going to listen to this show today, but. Well, who knows? And you yeah. know, what I, what I find is really interesting is through all of those guests, how many of them knew each other or had stories about some of those other people or admired some of those other people. I mean, Preston Raisin, just recently we had, um, was it Kyle who used to be yes. the chef at Sante and then was at Ramekins and now he's cooking at Sonoma Broadway yeah, Farms and Preston was nice enough to open up his way. doors. Yeah. So And this past week, I actually ordered um, Christine I can't remember her last name, but she used to use his kitchen and she makes Lebanese food. And I had ordered her meze plate. Um, it was so delicious. I mean, literally the baba ganoush and she would be a good, a fun guest one day to have on. But yeah, um, yeah she was cooking there, but no, you're right. There's like so many people. Yeah. And, and how many people have their farmers. And Steve Sando, who was episode oh. four, who I think we were, I don't know if you were shocked. I think I was shocked at, um, when we decided to do the, the Bike Goes On dinner series at Sweet D that, that how many people were like just rabid fans of Steve Sando. It was, and, if, we, if we knew we would have sold the tickets for much more money, I think. And, <laughs> and made sure that he showed up on time. <laughs> right. Well, that was, that was hilarious. But over the pandemic, what has happened to his bean business right. is over the top. I mean, he was on Sunday morning, CBS Sunday morning. He had a thing on that. He's been in the New York Times. I don't know how many times. He like has been like people like crave beans. I, I have not cooked a pot of beans this whole time. Have you? No, I still have some of his beans <laughs> in the uh, in in the pantry. Yeah, they're going to be like vintage 2019 beans. Probably yeah. still good. I'm sure they are. Yeah. <laughs> we couldn't have that taste test. Yeah. No, no. And yeah. then and then remember at the beginning of this, Kathleen Hill was sort of a. You know, she would pop on and off uh, on yeah. the show besides doing her yeah. regular show on KSVY that I think John Myers still is doing, yeah, running still, the board for her. I was on Kathleen's show a couple times in December. Yeah. And yeah, she was a fun guest. And one of my favorite shows actually is when we had, um, was it Mike Benedetti? Um, oh my God. And remember yeah. when she Don't talked about her. needing and she needed uh, money for the garden for the schools and and he said well i'm let me let me write you a check for 10 grand yeah that was that was incredible yeah that was I mean, incredible I used, yeah i don't think of, they've used it yet hopefully this year they'll get to do something with it yeah and just well just the look in her eye at oh that moment was, was like amazing. because at and the time then, we were actually doing the shows in person right that and that was that was fun that yeah. Was fun. Yeah. yeah. And then how about um, I thought it was amazing that the you know Jeff and Susan from Volo Chocolate 
they end up being the chocolate makers for um, the Garden Society. And and I just recently recommended them at the Fairmont. We were we wanted to do. And this is about two months ago. We wanted to do these um, higher end amenities um, for guests. And so we were looking at getting some specialty chocolates made. And so I recommended, you know, reaching out to them because I knew that they had a high quality local product. Well, not only that, they just did Miracle Plum's chocolate bar. Oh, awesome. Yeah, which is, it's just, it is a very tight knit community. And I just got a box of Miracle Plum um, pastries for Christmas from Sam Paturi, um, Winery 16600. That was my Christmas gift was a, was this beautiful box of, cookies and um, little, I don't know what you call them, patisserie, something, I don't know. Did they make those? I don't know. It was in a box with their sticker on it. Was it good? So were they, they good? Were, are you kidding? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I wish they were closer. I would so go there. Yeah. 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 Miracle Plum in Santa Rosa for anyone that yeah, lives here locally. so awesome. And they finally got their kitchen open. They've got their window open and um, still trying to give them a grant through the Fig Foundation. Oh, good. Um, but we're, we've just haven't been able to connect that other nonprofit in the mix. Yeah. So we're still looking at that. And then actually the end of the year, I gave a grant I don't even know if these guys even know, but I gave a grant, another grant to Kitchen Table Advisors. Oh, nice. I gave another grant to the California Restaurant Association Foundation. So um, I don't know if they know yet, but. Oh, yeah. they do now. <laughs> yeah, if they're listening. Of course they're, they're listening. listening. Yeah. They're, yeah. I know. We have like a million, million listeners. Well, and not only, you know, and great chefs, you know, to have, um, oh my God, yeah. to have John Ash, which was always, you know, a, a, a hero of mine growing up in this area, you know, everyone knows John Ash and Dusky Estes and her husband are incredible. I mean, and boy, my, what she's done, I mean, we, we didn't even have her back since she's been farm to pantry, but she's like the executive director for farm to pantry and they glean thousands and thousands of pounds of produce for like anybody that's willing to give up their farm, their tree, their, you know, whatever. And then that food goes to Redwood Empire or Fabson on the family meals or yeah, that's, it's incredible. She jumped into a really cool job that was like made for her. Yeah. Um, boy. And then our, our little, um, marathon shows at oh. the uh, fancy food show oh, when you could actually go to the fancy food show can you oh my god can you even imagine like going to the fancy food show in covid and not like touching anything or eating uh, anything or oh no, my that god. would that would be torture <laughs> it would be oh my god but and everyone know, would just have pictures of their yeah, products but they did a virtual food show they did this virtual, people were incredible, you know, that had to figure out a way, you know, to work through some of this. Yeah, I'm sure Ron Tanner figured yeah. out um, yeah. something and we got to meet um, Jerry James Stone, oh, Jerry. Um, who was great. And, you know, who, I, who just released his, his first issue of his comic book. There you go. I know. Um, and, you know, um, Carol Lavalley. I stare at rustic crackers every day I'm at work because that's you the do? crackers we use at, at, at the Fairmont. That's what we that's use what for we our use crackers. In, uh, catering. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're amazing. 
um, Rebel. I mean, I still, I still to this day, I had a Rebel um, um, drink two or three days ago. You did. Now, I haven't been in the market this whole time. So okay. I feel like Rebel's gone off my radar because I would see it if I was in Whole Foods. Yeah. But I don't search for it like shopping. Oh, I'm not a big dairy person, so I love the drinks right. because they're coconut yeah. um, huh. um, based. What flavor did you have? It's it's the one that's got um, it's the yellowish orange one. So it's got um, it's almost like it's sap turmeric. sap turmeric, right? Yes. Yeah, huh. yeah, yeah. No, I love that one. Wow. Yeah, um, and I and I still remember meeting Justine Reichman. Um, her, me meeting you guys at what restaurant was China that? China Live. At China Live. So I was early and I went you upstairs were in, the, in the bar to their cool bar upstairs. And Justine walked in and we kind of looked at each other like, Are, is, it, is that you? Like a Are blind you? Date Are you? Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it was like. Yeah. Like Tinder. Right. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's right. Maria. Oh, that's right. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, um, we, had a, yeah. We, had a, we had a good dinner. It was a really good dinner and she was a fun guest. And boy, um, if I think about, okay, I'm still a little bit confused about her whole thing, truly. But from where she was then to where she is now, um, she now has her own podcast called Essential Ingredients. And I mean, I got an email from someone this past week and they said, Justine would like to have you on her show. This was like this whole marketing person, like with questions. And she's like, we want to discuss blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't even know what blah, blah, blah is. Like, I don't, I can't remember what it is now, but. And the fact that couldn't Justine just text you. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm like, holy moly, like we she has people that have people that's she is good at doing that she's a really good networker yeah but she's definitely she keeps that thing going yeah um and one of my favorite shows and someone that i'm still in touch with um all the time is when we had jennifer reichart and her dad jim reichart so he has um, Liberty Ducks in Petaluma and Jennifer now is, you know, I can't tell you how many awards and mentions that she's had because of her work. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, in the wine industry and not just that, but on, on behalf of um, restaurant workers and mm-hmm. um, she's just a positive light um, in the, yeah. in the restaurant That's and hospitality. Sweet, and wine so sweet. And, so and she, sweet. Um, she just, I, I guess her neighbors recently um, had her house sitting and they had a Peloton. And so it was her first experience using a Peloton. And so now she's got one on the way to her house. Oh, she's, nice. she's hooked. She liked it. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we've, um, sorry, dogs are still alive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, um, yeah, they, they are using Liberty Ducks. I mean, it was an interesting thing where they, when COVID happened and so many restaurants shut down, there were just this, they had this huge, huge amount of excess ducks. And so we started using their duck again oh, good. in the restaurant, at yeah. least for the past six, seven months, I think. Good. So, And amazing the stories of how her dad would, I, I mean, know. just take other people's stuff on his trucks in order to yeah. make it more, oh, you know. Creameries, cheeses. And, yeah. Yeah. Just to make yeah. it more worthwhile and cost effective for, yeah. for his friends was was amazing yeah. it was and just generous generous and soul and yeah 
Yeah. And then the KJ folks. I mean, we got like a triple. I, you know, I follow Justin on Instagram, the, the most incredible photography of food that you've ever seen in your life. Um, I mean, uh, the, the fact that you could. Justin look, or? Um, uh, it's Tucker. Tucker, Tucker okay. sorry. And yeah. it's um, j- just looking at a tomato and it's it's a piece of art. It is so beautiful. I love and and I he won't tell like how he does his framing, but he's got like this. Maybe he created his own. He's, very he's got a special yeah. filter for yeah. for the veggies. And oh, I and I great. and I'm sorry I screwed that up. It's been Justin, of course, is one of the dads um, of kids so on the swim team that my yeah. that my daughter's on, and he, and he's nice enough. I see him not recently <laughs> because we haven't had any swim meets, but he's yeah. been one of the chef dads that's been nice enough to come and help out um, donate food and cook food for all the volunteers too so um and i mean yeah yeah and and i'll just keep going karen taylor i Uh, i can't tell you you know at the fairmont you're supposed to when people are doing the wine tasting and you say what are you doing for dinner tonight of course i'm supposed to say oh well you should come eat at sante eat at sante but they say where should we eat and i they said we don't really want to we don't we don't want to go that far and you know of course i recommend the girl in the fig but if people don't want to they don't they're like oh you know and especially if i know they've been drinking so, <laughs> so and for some reason um uber and lyft over the past six months has been a nightmare as far as waiting for uh, rides. I've had to call more hosts and um, restaurant owners for Fairmont guests and say, hey, these guys have a reservation at 7.30. They've been waiting 45 minutes. I just wanna let you know they're on the way. Can you please hold the table for them? Um, but Karen Taylor, I, I send a lot of people over to El Molino and, and I don't even have to send people over there. A lot of people just show up at the hotel with, with El Molino <laughs> food. And the, oh, the, oh, the stories the they tell, the they're chips. like, oh, no, oh, that no. was one of the things we had to do when we came. It's always people coming back. Oh, yeah. Last time we were here, we went to El Molino and we made sure that that was a place we had to go to. Yeah, I have not had that in a lot that food and probably since COVID started. And that would be so comforting. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Get the uh, chili relleno classic yeah. preparation with oh, the pomegranate sure. seeds and just those chips, man. I love those chips. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, well, she, she, <laughs> I mean, she gets the corn, makes the masa to make yeah. the tortillas to make the chips. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's next level yeah. stuff. <laughs> oh, um, and we had before Layla even opened, we had um, Cole Dickinson, mm-hmm. uh, the chef from Layla on. Um, to talk about it. And this is in the in the period, and I apologize again, when we were having some sound issues with our mixing board, because we, you know, I remember um, Sonoma, Sonoma Farm Trails and even John McReynolds, um, who was the chef at um, Stone Edge Farm, was uh, Saul's ex-partner. Um, but I don't even know what he's doing now. The more, I see a lot of stuff from Stone Edge Farm, and it seems they've got some other chefs that are mm-hmm. um, doing yeah. some things there. I think he actually, I think they promoted the chef under him and he is now maybe in an advisory role more so. And she's taken on the executive chef role. He he didn't seem to be a guy who liked to work very hard. (laughs) He had a good good thing going. Yeah, no, I think he's into balance, balancing the- uh, I love uh, his wife's art. She's an incredible artist. um, Yeah. you know, we had Niles Ackerley from Mad, Mad Fritz Brewing, who I knew because at the Girl in the Fig, we carried 
the most expensive beer that I've ever drank yeah. in my life. And then he periodically will come into the Fairmont with um, TJ, who is the winemaker for Domaine Carneros and also is a friend of Ann Moller Rocke. They do, um, they make a wine together. Um, so sometimes they'll all come Aren't in together. So I, <clears throat> I don't know if they've never said that. Um, so I wouldn't want to put that out there if it's not true. Yeah. Maybe they're just good, good friends. I don't know. Um, it's funny how many connections to, you know, that I, people that I see at the Fairmont, Rob Larman from Cochon Volant Barbecue, I see all the time. Yeah. Um, I'll see Lizzie periodically, his wife. Um, makes those but, amazing but, cookies. Yeah, Rob just shows up at the hotel. and For a drink? Yeah, he'll have a drink and some food. And, yeah. um, you know, when, when 38 North was actually open and indoor dining, he was there all the time. Mm -hmm. um, Allison Kilmer, are you kidding? How many oh. times I saw her? right around she's become a very very good friend to me oh that's great and she yeah. and i was surprised when i showed up one day at winery 16600 and she was there doing a tasting of oh, vegan you're cheese surprised you did i thought you set that up i don't think so i might have mentioned the fact that i worked at the tasting room but um i i didn't set the appointment and it's sort of rare for the couturiers to set appointments <laughs> so i don't know how that all happened but i i still I will go in on certain days to the tasting house and there will be boxes from her because some of the people that are coming to do tastings have requested vegan cheese and charcuterie. So, Amazing. and I'm still trying to get that tea, the uppercase tea into the hotel. I would love yeah. to have a oh. bottle in every room. Seriously. Um, because it's amazing with the, um, oh, what do you call it? Roibus. Roibus. Remember that? We, we, we put that on both in the big bottles and the little bottles, and we're still selling it through COVID. And oh, um, people love it. And we also do a, a hot cocktail using the black tea bag. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Michelle Heston, who is, oh. you know, we brought her on because of Heston Cakes, but she happens to be the, the in charge of PR for <laughs> the Fairmont. Very incestuous, I think. You know, it. But, but the thing is, though, and that, that's what I think the, the point of this is, is that it's it's not meant to be. It's, no, that, it just, it's that we get these guests. And like I was saying at the beginning, it's all of a sudden all these other connections, uh -huh. you know, and then, then I would see Michelle at the hotel. And then, you know, um, just recently we did a virtual fam stay for a lot of media members. And she oh, was the runner. Really? Um, yeah. And During I, all of this? So it was a virtual fam Oh, state. virtual. Uh-huh. So oh, normally cool. they would all come and it's people that write for, you know, you name it, Sunset Magazine, Sports. New York Times, mm -hmm. uh, Reader's Digest, all those people. Mm -hmm. So they asked if I would do a virtual wine tasting because that, and we, I did a thing about, you know, seasonal wines, how we were sort of transitioning from the summer into the fall and winter and how that affected our tastes. And um, so Michelle normally would, would do the wine tasting portion of it because she's actually a sommelier herself, mm -hmm. but she was running the entire thing. So they thought they'd bring me in. So Variety. just to release a little pressure off of her. Mm -hmm. um, but it was really nice because I think the, the media had something like nine or 12 
different Zooms that day. And she said, hands down, ours was the most engaging and people had the most fun. Part of that had to do with the fact that I sent them all bottles of wine that they were tasting with me. So I'm sure that was- Very uh, smart, that was, yeah. <laughs> so, was, you know, it's so funny because Instagram really comes into so much of this too, is last night I was flipping through, you know, swiping and she had a cake on there that had all these different C's candies. Mm -hmm. And I guess the C's candy company like featured her cake in something. Wow. That's huge. Well, and I remember after the show, I sort of was trying to avoid her for a few weeks because I thought I was um, on her on her naughty list because I don't know if you remember when I had done some research for the show, I found a Michelle Heston that was making penis cakes. Right. And so they were cakes that were shaped like penises. And so I asked her, no, I, I said, is this you right? that makes the penis cakes? And I th thought she was like, no, I will never do a penis cake. <laughs> you just like the chance, the opportunity to like go through that segment again. Um, no, yeah. not. <laughs> it, it depends on the reaction you get. Sometimes it's right. not the reaction you, you want. So, Well, luckily you don't have to see anybody's reaction. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, the, the show after that was Patty Britton, which is who is now just finished my label for my wine. So nice connection there for me. She was nice enough to, to take a special interest in me and make sure that I came up with a really nice label for my, for my wine. Yeah. Love the logo. Love the, yeah, it looks great. Yeah, excited. I, yeah, Very yeah excited we're getting that sent away. Um, yeah. Miyoko from Miyoko's Cheese was on and, you know, thank, thankfully through Allison Kilmer because she does some PR for them. Um, mm. We got to meet Miyoko who was just blown, absolutely blown up. I mean, yeah. it was after she was on the show that remember it was the, it wasn't the Oscars, it was the... Um, the Golden Globe Awards, right. I believe. And they served their cheese. And everything was plant-based and they served her yeah. cheese. And I mean, okay. she's in Costco. And uh, I mean, people come on our show. Next thing you know, they're the biggest thing since sliced bread. It's amazing bread. how we've helped so many careers. Isn't it? It's, yeah. <laughs> it's not working the other way around, though. It's just I, you know. working one way. <laughs> you know. <laughs> we don't ask for much. No, we don't. No, and then I know people. one of your favorite shows was having Searing on. Yeah, who, okay, so having a woman who comes from Nepal who gets sent to India um, to go to high school and then moves to America. And for those people that don't live in Sonoma, we have a big Sherpa community. And, and typically they're working as um, bussers and some servers. Um, and then some of them have... Um, um, it's been a great story about um, taking over restaurants and opening up restaurants, but um, Chering was, was really interested in wine. And so um, I got her to take her level one and level two um, psalm tests. And she just passed, I think it was three weeks ago. She got her results back for level two. She passed with distinction, which means higher than 90%. And I, I got a 92 on that level two. She got a 96. Wow. This is a woman who didn't grow up in the wine business, who just took an interest and is extremely intelligent and um, studious. And um, I'm so proud of her. I, I can't yeah. even tell you. So now she's at, um, she's at Michael Mina's Wit and Wisdom. Okay. And that's given her the ability now to, I mean, she's got skills that none of the other people there 
have. And so it's, she can go anywhere with that and, and have a career. Yeah, you know, it was really cool. I heard from um, Cecily who would come and take photos for um, social media for us. Mm-hmm. And Cecily Gamba, who's Gamba Vineyards, her yeah. family. Yeah. Um, she took her W set three, I think. Uh-huh. And she sent me a text that day and said, thank God. I was with you guys because the final question was about the Rhone. Yep. <laughs> you never know with those tests what Mm-mm. what of your history yeah. is going to pop up mm-hmm. um, in it. Yeah, and, and that's probably the same for me. The Rhone section, usually I sort of, you know, when you're in the workbook, I don't really have to spend too much time on it, right. um, thankfully, because I know most mm-hmm. of those stuff and most of those people. Um, talk about another incredible chef, um, Kyle Connaughton. I mean, Kyle and Katina from Single Thread. I don't know. I think they're doing some, or at least they were up until three weeks ago, doing some thing where people could come and because they had the rooftop, they were able to do some things. And then I think doing some takeaways as well, some meal pickups or um, Well, they're, like they're still, yeah, they're still, their, their New Year's Eve dinner looked amazing and it looked really affordable and you could actually pick it up at three sticks, which oh, would have wow. been really convenient, but nice. um, they are back doing meal pickups. Um, they for sure were able to get so much money donated to Sonoma Family Meals. And we ended up speaking with them not that long after, but um, they were in the midst of working on this whole project with Ken Folk, doing these yurt-like structures out in the yard, the parking lot, the area all around the restaurant where people were gonna get to pay like I don't know, $675 a person or something like crazy, maybe not that much, maybe four, I don't know what it was. But Ken Falk, who designed Hamel, who designed um, Three Sticks and the battery, and he is like such an incredible designer in his own right. Um, but he, they were working on this very Norway, Finland kind of winter winter wonderland kind of a thing that they were going to serve in these, you know, individual, probably one serving a night, you know, totally COVID claimed. And, but I think when we got the final shutdown, they, that went kaput and got, who knows how much they spent before on that. You know, that's, that's gotta be a big story of, of 2020 at some point is, especially here in California, how many restaurant owners spent, money on tents and outdoor things than to then be told that you couldn't yeah. do that. Um, I, I forgot to tell you that there's a podcast, a Joe Rogan podcast, where he has two restaurant owners from LA. Oh. That was uh, two weeks ago, I think. And whoo boy, are they not yeah. happy. Um, yeah. They just well, want things to make sense. And for they, them, exactly. there's no communication about what's happening. And you know, when they're, anyway, you know. So the other cool thing was, is like thinking about, you know, we had done something with Three Sticks, um, you know, where John, we were on and did a recipe with them and Three Sticks sponsored us with the Sonoma family meal, Three Sticks wine. Well, there was another person I had reached out to, to try and get on the show and they were going to do it. 
And they were these people that I, I'm trying to think of a name. They own this huge farm up in Healdsburg, this incredible where you bought a share. You kind of had a farm subscription where you paid a membership and you could come a couple times to farm. Mm -hmm. And I read this thing. They did this YouTube where they were, they were for sale. They're like, hey, we're trying to sell. If you know of anybody, it was some ridiculous price. Well, I sent it to Prema at Three Sticks and right. said, you should show this to Bill for a project. Well, Bill ended up working with Kyle and Katina and they purchased it for single thread. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just, and I, and I thought like, oh my God, three sticks could totally do something with this, right. but then where they ended up with it is like, wow, incredible, beautiful, beautiful space. Oh man, we could, <clears throat> okay, so we could, I mean, I mean we're we only, at, we're up? only at, we're only at episode 38. Yeah, um, I mean, if, it up in two? well, I mean, you know, Saul, of course, who owns Cafe La Hayes, um, you know, a friend of yours. And to, I think my favorite memory was having him um, play classical guitar at the dinner that we yeah. did. And, yeah. you know, Saul, Saul plays with, you know, he's a restaurant owner. He, he's a wine drinker, but he, he jams with some pretty famous people. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah. That we're um, not supposed to know about. Okay, well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You know, All right. I, you're I, not I supposed to know. I, I don't. I don't know that I'm not supposed to know. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> um, I don't know. One of the most interesting people we had on was Mike the Baker, <clears throat> who's like a local legend at the at the farmers market that. You know, you, you show up at a specific time. He bakes all the breads. He's up for like 26 hours, bakes all the bread, wraps everything in, you know, the the butcher paper and ties it with string, and then and then he sells out and he bails. <clears throat> Yeah, and he does all the bread for Winery sixteen six hundred. We still get um, that's pretty uh, cool because he doesn't do bread for anybody on that level. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he never wanted to be in wholesale. They might oh maybe they're buying it for full price. They're uh, and you know they're they're friends and there might even be yeah. some bar some bartering going on. Yeah, that um, could be. yeah, yeah um, he's great and, though. Um, I saw Joanne Weir on. Um, PBS the other day, you know, oh, still watching, still watching her good. shows. Yeah, um, she just had a recipe this past weekend in the New York Times. Her yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Dustin cool. Vallette, one of my favorite guests. If you just need a guest on your show where you can just laugh for an hour, um, get Dustin on the show. Give him four shots of espresso yeah, and, exactly. and put on a seatbelt. Yeah, and he. <laughs> so kind he let us use the restaurant that day for a bunch of other guests that was cool yeah yeah that was really cool um the guys from noble folk and mustache uh, i don't even know how they're doing i haven't you know god knows what's um, going on with them you know ozzy had a accident he had a he had some kind of illness he was in the hospital for a while he's doing okay now but something major happened that there were some scary days there Wow, but okay. um, yeah, and I think he's back in their city council in Healdsburg, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry to hear that. Anytime I hear people yeah. are from Healdsburg, I always mention them and they say, oh my God, we love those guys. Yeah, they're so, such good community people. Yeah. 
um, you know, uh, Jimtown oh. store. Yeah, which yeah, I saw that. Um, I saw that. I don't know if it's a newspaper. All these years, yeah. Yeah. Jimtown store. I mean, what a Sonoma County, um, you know, legend for treasure. so many years. And yeah. I think we'll see what she she's not done. She'll come back with something this year. I think. Yeah. You know. Um, and in case you haven't noticed, I don't think we mentioned the beginning. This is sort of a recap show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. We're sort of kind of like, yeah. The new, it's always for that, and we're not. It's all the good no. stuff we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Um, Eileen Gordon this, from. Wait a second. Isn't this yeah. amazing though to you that we have spent this much time with all these people? Right. It's amazing. And and the amazing things that they do. I mean, yeah. through you, I've met all these Incredible. people that. Um, yeah, I'm, I Incredible. mean, anytime I go somewhere with a resume, if I need a new job, I can put down that all these people yeah. as references. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, I I know one of your favorite guests was Eileen Gordon from Barn Razor because yeah. she's she, she's got some energy to her. She's uh, such a brilliant businesswoman. Yeah. So smart. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Um. Oh God, R Renee, who does you yeah. know does the gourmet food and wine tours, who I've known for years and yeah. years. And the last I heard about her, she was trying to work on a vegan food truck with her daughters. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where they are with it. I mean, yeah. Had I known, I heard that after we sold our truck, because I would have tried to have sold it to her. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of vehicles, what about? Jim Denovan pulling up in his retro 1950s like awesome. school bus yeah. um, coming down the road. Yeah, and, that was and the, awesome. And the dinner you guys got to do, which I'm sure was one of the highlights the of your days. culinary. Yeah. yeah, we had him the Friday before our dinner with him. Was that right? It was coming up, yeah. yeah. It was like near. Well, there. that's the only reason he was in the area because yeah, he basically exactly. travels around and yeah, goes to the different dinners. Such a visionary, that man. Yeah. And who knows when they're gonna? I mean, we were supposed to do a dinner June 9th at Donham, mm, and then that got canceled. Spot. And then I don't know if they're gonna reschedule it for 2021 or 2022, but. Wow, outstanding in the field. We got to keep our eye on them. Yeah. Um, I mean, big shout out to Sonoma Family Meals, Heather and Fran. Um, incredible work that they do. Not with them anymore, but uh, boy, Heather has done quite a bit. Yeah, and and so here's a great example of 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 the connections between people. You and I, you know, want to do a podcast with the ladies from Miracle Plum. So we we finally get there, we sit down, we set up shop, and we start doing the podcast, we lock the door and knock, knock, knock. Someone's knocking on the door in the middle of the show. Who is it? It's Dusky Estes yeah, wanting to buy crazy. stuff at, yeah. at Miracle Plum. And she's yeah, like, she what are you guys out, doing out here? Guess with her, yeah. <laughs> right. Now, you know, they, um, they truly 
Um, Gwen and Sally. They blew me away. They, they still, out of, you know, all the entrepreneurs that we've talked to and, you know, people that you brought them to us, you heard about them, some pasta something happening. I had never heard about them. And then I started looking and I was like, oh, my God, these women are doing it. It, really cool they're still one of the people that I'll, I'll mention them on the other podcasts that I do the winemakers podcast and so many winemakers are huge fans of them um, not and not even for carrying yeah. their wines um, just because they because of what they do and that they could they have this cool little ex, um, eclectic wine selection yeah. Um, yeah. At, at their spot yeah. yeah yeah I'm really really happy for them excited yeah. And then we kind of jumped over. Um, I'm just going to go back really quick to Manny yeah. from La Salette. He has shut down his operations temporarily, knowing that getting through winter right now is just not the thing to do. And he's really had a rough time of this. I mean, we all have, of course. Well, La Salette, I can imagine, at least when we were doing outdoor dining, they had right. they had a little place to sit, but Tosca Tosca, no. I think they had one table outside, yeah, and I don't know how you can no. make a living doing that. Yeah, and not a convenient place to get people to drive. Neither neither of those restaurants to drive up and pick up a to go order, you know, busy street or a back parking lot. Right. Um, you know, and it makes yeah. me think of, um, uh, you know, we uh, at the winemakers podcast we had her on, but the the owner of um, Sai. Um, Jamie, yeah. Jamie, oh, I, I don't even yeah. know what's going on with her because she doesn't have any outdoor space. No. I'm, I'm hoping that people are at least stopping by and well, buying bottles from her. This past summer, Jamie actually did a pop-up with Elaine Bell, the caterer, mm -hmm. on the plaza. And oh. so they did, Jamie did all her different sparkling wine flights and whatever she did. And Elaine Bell did all these very kind of canapé sparkling wine-esque food which I think was an awesome idea. That's going to, that's definitely going to be on my list of the top five places you go when we're allowed to go out and eat again, because yeah. going into Sai and sitting down in that festive room where it's all sparkling mm -hmm. wine yeah. and you can order um, caviar with chips and creme fraiche mm -hmm. and cheese. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's my wife's one of her favorite places on the planet. Yeah. And a cel and a, ce a celebratory place, so right. would, that would be a definite on the top three spots to yeah. go. When, what when month we're do allowed. you think we're going to do that? Uh, June, July. What is it that um, I think Michael Mina was in the in the ballpark when he? I think he said July when we asked him. Mm -hmm. um, you know, who knows? Mm -hmm. it, you know, it changes. <laughs> it's yeah, going to change it tomorrow. Does. It does. Yeah. And then, how about the mom show? The mom show. <laughs> My yep. mom, your mom. That was yep. that was fun. Yeah, and you got to learn about all my mom's weird food that she eats, and then as a result of that, now I know why you are how you are. Right, and then <laughs> as a result, then we got to have Lydia, Lydia on, um, which was very uh, cool. Who now? Um, so really weird is that my sister is on the Big Island. Um, of Hawaii. Oh my she's, gosh. She's been there for a month and she's going to be there for another month. So she's doing two months at a retreat there. My mom is leaving on the 20th of January. She's going for a month. Lydia is making meals for her every day because Lydia's on the big island taking care of the, the orchard for that family. Oh, for so sake. my sister set it up so that she's doing meals for her every day. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, Such my mom's she's real excited about getting yeah. out of here. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. Yeah. Oh. So I don't know. I mean, wow, this next week, um, I mean, the next bunch of shows were like incredible because you know, we had Jeff and Emily from Flora. And from them having really just an idea in their head and hopes and dreams, they no. now have a coffee shop out at Flatbed Farm. You and know? I have not seen Jeff. I asked about him because oh yeah, when, when we yeah. brought back people to the hotel, I asked because, um, you know, he's one of the people I enjoy working with just because he has such a great attitude. Um, but because he's doing his coffee thing, I think he's happy. Um, it yeah. it might have been even a blessing for, um, for him and yes. Emily yeah. to, to just focus on doing that and trying yeah. to figure have it out. Have you gone there yet? I haven't I, had a chance to go. I want to go. My problem is I'm when I'm going to work, it's Long around hours. it's around yeah. three o'clock yeah. on Saturday. Three so o'clock. it's it's not the morning time. Yeah. yeah. And then Deb Rock. You loved uh, her. Listen, you have you have <laughs> hot sauce sitting in your gift bag. Ugh. Okay, cool. <laughs> she she's amazing. So what she's doing now, I'm not going to say because I she sent me some samples of something she's working on, which is one of the most original things that I have seen coming out of uh, in the last year or two as far as a consumer product. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, I, I want, can't tell you. On I there. want that in my gift bag. Well, okay, I'll I'll put some in it. I will do that. Okay, and then I, I just have to that. I just have to and promise have to not to. Up. Well, do I have to promise not to talk about it? I don't think so. Maybe not on the air. I think you could tell other people, but I think she. I don't know if it's copyright written yet or whatever. But she's smart. But the okay. other thing she gave me was she worked on a yellow hot sauce that I have. And so, what so, is it made from? I think habanero. It's hot, but it's not that hot. It's hot, okay. but or yellow peppers and whatever. Well, that's a but, great way to make yourself yeah. stand out in the market because everyone. I mean, it's I don't know if you sauce. you I go know. to my favorite store, Oliver's. They're um, not my favorite anymore. They, 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 okay. they had 115 episodes to jump on our bandwagon. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And and they didn't bring up uppercase T into the oh, store which no. let's just shame them on the air i yeah. tried and i couldn't couldn't yeah. make that happen yeah. um and but, they don't deliver either do they that i don't know about i don't think so i would know okay <laughs> yeah i don't since I don't i'm not know. going out i have the delivery scene pretty but much that, but, but i can see for hot sauces you know they yeah, have a huge I selection see. i could see being yellow would make it kind of stand yeah. out that i would, mean that i just love you know she is a woman she's hispanic she has a story she's committed she is driven she's community oriented those are the people that we have to keep supporting yeah for sure really um and then, and then um, Amy's Wicked Slush, who who came to us, be, well, didn't come to us. My one of the good friends of Maria's family, Anita, who was basically an aunt of mine, um, had been going to Wicked Slush um, and became friends of Amy, and and said, "You've got to have this woman on." And you and I didn't really know what to expect because we had. Um, and then when she sh when she decided to show up. Um, and not only a great show, but then she showed up for, you know, brought the, the truck and for just did birthday. for your birthday and just parked it oh out front my and did. God. And, and then our whole team have, have slush and her son who's adorable. 
and then you guys ended up becoming partners in a way. Um, yeah. They they still we just got one last night last week we got a flyer they come to our neighborhood what then so over the summer they they had the truck and you could they would park it over at the um, over at the park and there was a line there was a line like a wow. block long so and they, then good for them they were using their truck like a food truck and then just last week we got a flyer that it was an order form and it said okay if you want wicked slush fill out this form leave it on the in the inside of your car so that we can see it through the windshield and we'll drive through the neighborhood and fulfill the orders she's <laughs> they're they're incredible <laughs> we had a great, great summer with them. And yeah. she definitely made bank on us, which I'm happy because she supplied everything. Yeah. But the best part for us was the slush tails, for sure. Right. I mean, we made some really yummy, very high octane <laughs> summer drinks. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was very, very cool and so sweet. I mean, my birthday, yeah. that was so sweet. She's a yeah. cool lady. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we had, you know, Josh Silver, who who I had always known from Syrah. From Syrah. Um, you know, we liked that restaurant, you know, in, in that, you know, right under the uh, the overpass over there in Santa Rosa. I don't even know what they call that, Railroad Square or something Railroad like that. Square, yeah. yeah. And now yeah. he has Jackson's. Yeah. Him and his wife, Regina. So I guess I should say, like, if people are listening to us right now, you could go on thebikegoeson.com and kind of, you know, follow around, jot down if any of these, if you haven't heard some of these shows, because you can just click right into the picture and I'll take you to the link for the show. But um, boy, did we just have like interviewed the most incredible food people, truly. Yeah. Um, I don't know what John Sebastiani is doing now. I mean, that guy is just on he, another level. He's on steroids, maybe yeah. for real. But he yeah. just, there was an article he posted on LinkedIn this week that they were, they got some kind of a shout out by the grocery, major grocery people for their work with Crave. They bought Crave Jerky back. Um, from Hershey's and no. they are doing some rework on it and they are getting some major kudos. Nice. Yeah. It's very cool. Very um, cool. And then we had on Arden, um, Arden Kremer. Fun show. Who, yeah. I mean, to, to learn about how they taste olive oil and how mm-hmm. it becomes extra virgin and the whole process mm-hmm. that it goes through. You and I had no idea. No, that was no. Awesome. And I still talk about that yeah. to this day. I'm still embarrassed about our clear bottles with our olive oil. We didn't right. that. Yeah. yeah. But, the, and that's something that's funny too, is that <clears throat> the podcast that I do for the winemakers and the, and the podcast for the bike goes on, I end up a lot of the conversations and people that I meet, these are the conversations that I have with guests at the Fairmont because I've met all these people. I mean, if someone mentions olive oil, I'm like, oh my God, do you have any idea about the process that it goes through? Mm-hmm. Um, that's been one of the, the greatest things. It's like yeah. being, in, being in school and learning about food and wine mm-hmm. in Sonoma County Cal- in California. Mm-hmm. It's a history lesson. That was amazing. And then Hillary Austin, you know, yesterday they had a post. um, They were opening up some cheeses that are just finishing being aged or that they just made. And man, I'm serious. Like, 
I wish we could buy her cheese. I'm not kidding. Her cheese was some of the best cheese I ever tasted in my life. And she's not supposed to make cheese. Right. She's she's a rogue cheesemaker. I follow her on Instagram too. And so Did I you see get to, her? They unveiled I, that wheel. Um, no, I didn't get to see that. I'm gonna have to go back and look at that. Yeah. Usually so it's cool. I see a lot of animals. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and she's a really good painter. Oh, interesting. She's painting like major amounts of yeah. 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 Well, and one of the funnest names that we had on was, you know, um, Michael from Big Bottom Market. Mm -hmm. I mean, who names their store Big Bottom Market? Oh, and those biscuits he brought us that day. Right. Well, and the whole oh story God. of um, Oprah and. Yeah. Yeah. And I wrote a foreword for his book, but I've never gotten a copy. I've never seen the book. I, he asked me to write a foreword, but somebody send Sandra a book. Send me a book, Michael. <laughs> I want to see if you edited what I wrote to you. Right. <laughs> ah, and then we did a duo show, right? We did the State of Sonoma, which which aired on both uh, your other show and our show. Which that's right. So that must have been sort of when things were scary. Yeah, getting a little scary. Um, mm -hmm. um, you know, Renegade Meats, we, we did talk about Miyoko cheese, but Renegade Meats, one of the things that got canceled in March, um, or actually in April that, um, we were going to do at the Fairmont was we were going to do a winemaker dinner that right. was going to be completely vegan. And we were going to have Miyoko's cheese and we were going to have the charcuterie from Renegade. So, you know, Bart Hansen from Dane Sellers was going to be the winemaker for that night. And we, and originally when I um, approached our chef, he, he looked at me like, no, we're not doing a vegan dinner. And then I said, I think I said something to him like, yeah, I know that, I guess that can be a little bit challenging. <laughs> <laughs> and so the next day he said, you know, I think that was a good idea. I think maybe we could make that happen. I was like, okay, cool. That's good. So, nice. Yeah. Nice. He's a young, he's a young guy. So nice trigger words, you know? Right. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Give chef a challenge. Yeah. Um, but the more I see, that. you know, the more things happen in the vegan world and, and I watch YouTube videos and, mm -hmm. and, you know, on, on a lot of the cooking shows, I just recently watched the guys grocery game, great guys grocery games where he had on a vegan chef that went up against a chef that was that had a pig tattooed on his arm so you knew you knew it was going to get heated um but some of the things that she did were just amazing and wow. um to, to see yeah, the, the creativity yeah there's those couple restaurants one that took over um where jardinaire was in the city they opened uh, a vegan place and then also the vegan sushi there's a vegan sushi restaurant in the city allison we keep we keep talking about going but one day yeah yeah she she's determined to turn me into a vegan i'm like it's not gonna happen there's like things i really like to eat still but i do realize in the couple of years we've been doing this podcast i eat way less meat way right. right you know i still have to have some eggs you know and i noticed you guys had a you had a great picture of a beet a vegan beet risotto mm -hmm. that you had on your menu Miyoko. last week or the yeah. week before. Yeah. That looked yeah. really good. Yeah. I mean, listen, you know, if you're a restaurant, I just firmly believe that 
vegan is becoming more and more and more mainstream. And if you don't try and accommodate the best possible way that group of people, it's not, you don't have to change your concept of who you are. Yeah. But there's more and more people that are going that way. And I think you can't ignore it. And if, and if you don't like the term vegan, just say plant-based. plant-based. I notice a lot of yeah. restaurants will do plant-based. that. They'll say, you know, we, yeah. we use, we'll, we'll have, yeah. they have plant-based got options. Like that political thing behind it somehow. That yeah. The, buttons. yeah. The hippie, the, the girl yeah. with the hairy armpits. The people <laughs> when they filled the, uh, the drains in front of the duck house. They filled cement in their drains in Sonoma right, right. years ago. That's a whole long story. But. Yeah. yeah. You know, th- th- and that's part of it. it. Conversations need to be had. Yeah. And it's it's not just Democrat, Republican, but it's vegan and meat eater. Look, you yeah. can have your opinion and you can live the way you want to live. And, mm-hmm. and you can have conversations about people and maybe learn things about each other. But you don't have to go doing stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I think? I think we should... Um, take a break and maybe break this into two shows. What do well, you think? I don't know. I think we're close. I think, you do? You know, yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, let's just, you're the boss. If, if people, if people want to want to break it up break and it take up. a break, they can do that. Okay. Right. I do that. Yeah. I do that with podcasts. Sometimes yeah, I'll listen to it three times in a week. Yeah. Um, so, so, well, I guess about your girlfriend, my, <laughs> you're going to get me in trouble. Your your high school childhood girlfriend. Right. Annette White and her husband, Peter, who owns Sugo Trattoria in Petaluma. And Annette is is sort of a um, Instagram and social media. Yeah, she's a social media star. um, So for her bucket list journeys. And I loved that when we had on um, the owners of Amy's Kitchen, the, who happen to live in Petaluma, I said, where do you guys like to go and eat? And they said, yeah. we love eating at Sugo. So I thought yeah, that was, that was, that awesome. was great. And her, her Tuesday night, um, uh, what do you, what do you, uh, what do you call those, the pieces of pieces of bread that you put stuff on Italian word, uh, bruschetta. I never know if it's bruschetta, bruschetta or bruschetta. Yeah, bruschetta. But her Tuesday night bruschetta, it's like $2 or something is, is like legendary. Uh, are they uh, open still through this? I'm sure they're doing takeout. Um, mm-hmm. um, I remember when this first went down, she was, when we f- mm-hmm. first had her on, this is when we were going back and forth about, right. is it is it a good, you were sort of in a in a dilemma about whether to open yeah. or not because you weren't sure whether it was safe for your employees or your guests. And, and she was like, you know, we're gonna try and work it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would imagine by this point, they've, they've worked out, they've got enough of a following there in Petaluma where I imagine they, they can make it they can make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if people listening don't know, I mean, they did approve another PPP and it's going to take a couple months, probably six weeks or so to get everything going and moving and whatever, but people that apply and that, you know, really want to keep going are going to have an opportunity. And even like you said earlier that all the people that bought, um, you know, awnings and built sidewalks and all these things that this time around the PPP is going to let you reimburse yourself for those monies spent. And that's oh, thank a God. huge, okay. 
even masks, even gloves, even hand sanitizer, you know, you're going to be able to use that money for the past expenses, which is huge. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I mean, people, yeah. people definitely need it. And that was a big rug getting pulled out from a lot of people when they, you know, just at the tasting house, they had just spent yes, they just thousands of dollars money. on and, and put that, that um, covered thing up yeah. and yeah. 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 And to be told you're shut down. Yeah, they're going to get to use it again. Okay. For sure. Boy, and another person that I see on on Guy's Grocery Games, which I guess you can tell has become one of my favorite new shows yes. um, through the pandemic, but um, Krista Ludke, who she just kills it on that show. And the, the, if you do watch that show, the best is when she gets paired up with this woman who does, I forget if it's, I think it's Korean. She, sometimes they do these ones where they pair the chefs up and the two of them together, I know there's at least two shows where they get um, paired up together and they are hilarious. Them, them trying to Working. mesh, to have, mesh their foods together yeah. because the woman that she gets paired with, she does not cook anything but Korean food. So <laughs> when it's everything has to have lemongrass, garlic, mint, cilantro, uh, gojo, goju jang. I mean, uh-huh. and so and she brings the heat every time. Uh, and so then Krista's yeah. always got to be like, okay, how am I supposed yeah. to make something that is going to go with this? Yeah. Isn't it? So, you know, we've never had Guy Fieri on the show. It's not like we haven't tried. I've tried a few different ways and I think he's very busy. He's very philanthropic. And so kudos to him. But um, there's a couple things. One, he's got his GGG, Guy's Grocery Games. And then he's got his Triple D, which Rob Harmon from Cushon Ballant, he was featured on that show. But just this uh, past past couple weeks, the New Yorker wrote a article on how Guy Fieri has been like the most misunderstood chef. I believe it. Because he is sort of a polarizing person that some, and I feel that way about Joe Rogan, who I listen to his podcast. It's people think, oh, he's the guy that does MMA, um, who does martial arts, MMA, uh, mixed martial arts. So he's the broadcaster for, um, um, you know, mixed martial arts. And so people think he's just this meathead. Um, And so when, you know, but he has on people that are biologists and scientists and religious. I mean, so people, when I say I listen to the podcast, you either get people that go, oh my God, I love that guy. Or like, oh my God, I hate that guy. I I need to listen to one episode. I haven't listened to any of them Pick one that interests you. I think the one that would interest you would be the two chefs, the the two restaurant owners that came on because, because, um, you know, yeah, I don't know. Or maybe that'll be just an echo chamber for you. It's good to go on and learn something that you haven't, that you don't know anything about. Yeah. Yesterday Um, I listened to cryptocurrency for two and a half hours. That was awesome. Okay. Yeah. On the concrete podcast. Okay. Yeah. There's, um, there's someone that I used to work with who then I recommended to your restaurant that is no longer working at your restaurant that is now uh, in the Bitcoin game. I believe very, very sweet girl. Um, um, who, who just just text me. (laughs) I thought she would have been, I thought she would have been a great fit for your restaurant. It just didn't work out for some reason. It was, uh, we don't, I'm not going to, throw her out there okay but um, you have to text me because i can't remember sure. um but 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 we were talking about guy fieri i think he's one of those people that and i think i sort of used to be in that camp where i was like oh guy fieri driving the the 
the Corvette around or whatever. Yeah. And, um, you know, you kind of heard these stories, but until you actually started watching the show and see the group of people that he surrounds himself with, then you go, Oh my God, this guy's actually, what yeah. he's doing is amazing. And he's, and, he, and he's he just, all positive, right? He never says anything bad about anybody. Oh, and everything's about having fun and, and yeah. right, right. Even when he goes on and you can tell he's at a, a, a dive where they're making something so simple. He's, he's always giving them the, yeah. The, the, this article talked about like how people could decipher whether he really likes it or he doesn't, but he's being. I can kind of tell. Yeah. Yeah. You or can you tell can. he doesn't yeah. get as excited. Right. Right. Yeah. It's the excitometer. Yeah. 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 That's so, it. So um, in there, well, Clark Wolf, um, you know, he, boy, I know him for years and years, and he is such a marketing machine. And, you know, but again, you know, he knew Krista. I mean, he knows everybody. I don't even need to name anything. I mean, he's connected. He's like the middle of the spider web for so many people. Yeah. Um, really cool guy and, and then, then oh mark mark malecki who is still one of my heroes and and i found him through jen reichart because she was always giving him props and saying you gotta check this guy out you and, owe me a lunch there when this is all over oh you got oh, it yeah. are you kidding yeah yeah and and because if you are in the restaurant industry and you are out of work right now and you can't afford to eat he will feed you still all you have still all wow. you have to do is go out there and he will make sure that you do not leave hungry. Wow. That's really cool. And using all the local products yeah. and what it just and yeah, we had we had pro he he had some kind of a blood clot or something. We tried to get him on and then we had to re um we were worried about him. Yeah, no, he's, he's still doing, doing it. His so. thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if, if, if you're listening to this, he's at Casino Bar and Grill in Bodega. Mm -hmm. So, you know, go on Instagram and you can, you can uh, I think it's Chef Molly Mall, M-A-L-L-E-M-A-L. Uh, -E but if you just type that in, you can see he posts his menus every week of what he's going to do for Friday, Saturday and Sunday. He's now doing pre-orders because I think it got a little popular and because of not being able to eat outside mm -hmm. so that you can just come pick it up. Um, but still just does amazing food, amazing prices and all over the board. It's, it's like fusion on another level mm -hmm. yeah. yeah his his menus always look so good to me totally yeah yeah and then um yeah not to move really fast but we talked about heather sonoma yeah. family meals and she's still working really hard and then matt dolan who um such a cool guy 25 um lusk and yep. you know somebody who really looked at COVID in the eye and, you know, just was like, I got to figure out how I'm going to make this work. And, you know, he's still busting it out in the city. Um, and Christian had another food column this past weekend or last weekend in the Chronicle. I mean, this is someone who, who worked for us when he was like a kid and has really like worked his way up in the food world, you know, at Zuni and, you know, in charge of the pickle judging for the good food awards. And now he's like writing for the Chronicle. It just yeah. blows my mind. Yeah. It's amazing. Awesome. And don't you love hearing stories? I mean, was it just uh, last, last week or the week before we had, who was it that we had on that said, 
you know, what, what, what was your menu at the restaurant? And they said, well, we were kind of going for like chicken, like they had at Zuni. Right, it's, exactly. it's still one of those things yeah. people say is like, everyone yeah. remembers that chicken at Zuni. Yeah. Who was that? Yeah. Wow. Oh, Jonathan Beard. Yeah. Oh, that's sure. right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So, oh, and Leah. Yeah. Oh my God. Leah's pizza. Have you had her pizza yet? No. Still, oh God, I'm dying. Still waiting on that. Yeah. Yeah. It just looks so good, truly. And Lauren Cotner, who is working her butt off here. Um, I can tell yeah. you that I do follow the Taco Mench on Instagram and we- He's back in Mexico City. That's right. And um, he was nice enough to introduce me um, to his friend that makes wine in Israel. And as a result, I got to do a podcast with a winemaker in Israel who I now um, follow and and um, uh, Dalton and hopefully um, we'll get to, mm -hmm. you know, hopefully he'll come out here one yeah. time and I'll get to meet him. Yeah, I'm hoping yeah. Abaddon takes a trip out to California one of these days, which would be very fun. Yeah. And we didn't mean to jump over Rick Orlando, but he, since we've talked to him, he I think has 10 different spice flavors out. His spice line is like going crazy, which is you know, amazing. You know what the new thing is? I think I saw in Shark Tank the other day, people are doing um, um, vegan salts. So like chicken salt, supposedly chicken salt is a big thing in Australia. What? That they, that at, when you go to a restaurant, there will be salt, pepper, and chicken salt. And it's got kind of like poultry spice flavors. So these guys had a vegan chicken salt that they came out with. Um, okay, that's just so weird. <laughs> who knows? I mean, a year from now, you okay, might go, oh my God. Salt, but like vegan chicken salt is just, just make it into something else. Just call it unami <laughs> salt or something. No, you got to convert. You got to convert. Yeah, that's guess. what it's all about. I, it's about I converting. Yeah. <laughs> then one of yeah. our most famous guests was Mia Sebastiani. Oh, Mia. Mia. Yep. Man, you know, her sauces in like every Safeway and every market across the country. Um, yeah. And yeah. good old Ari, Ari Weisswasser, who has just Ari. been, been yeah. doing whatever can be done yeah. over the past he six is, months to make it happen. And, it. Yeah. and not just for himself, but, you know, reaching out into the community yeah. as well. For sure. Yeah. Just, super good For guy sure. you know yeah. i i think like you know you you have this level of you know feeling like you got to take care of people and you got to keep your business going and you got to do whatever it takes and um you know watching this up and down with people and you kind of get a sense of like who's in it you know and who's going to do whatever and um yeah yeah glenn ellen star if anyone hasn't been yeah. If you like wood-fired food, especially vegetables, or an entire, what do they call it? Bronzino? Bronzini? Bronzini the big fish? Bronzini, Bronz the whole fish. I don't know if he's even doing that right now. Yeah, I don't know, yeah, but that's know. that's one of the... Yeah. one of the. And just so sad. Chris Cosentino shut everything down. He closed his restaurant. Oh, I didn't know um, that. He did. He closed Coxcomb. He, he, it was just really sad. He had some posts out on... Um, social media and decided he just can't make it work. It's not working. 
Um, he has been doing a lot of bike riding. He's a avid bicyclist and doing some work. He's still doing Instagram videos and teaching people how to cook and think he gets a whole lot of things delivered to his house, like the, like pots and pans and food items. And like, I, I want to get all this stuff like delivered (laughs) at my house, but at least he shows people what to do with it. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, and Chef Bernard from the Marine Room. Oh, That's, you know, meeting him is like meeting Emeril um, or Wolfgang. I mean, just yeah. I, super icon. And mm-hmm. it was funny that after he was on the show, because I told him about the bento boxes that we were using at the Fairmont, he emailed me and said, hey, can you give me the, the name of your supplier? Oh, because I want to awesome. use those bento boxes. But of oh. course, I, I told him, I got with the chef and told him where we got them. And I said, they're they're out of stock until like, oh, you know, no. <laughs> it was like two months out that they were oh. actually going to have any more in. Oh, but what a great idea. Yeah. Very uh, cool. um, Tanya Holland from Brown Sugar Kitchen, which I, I, that's, that, up. that's on the top five of places that I want to go when we yeah. eventually get to open yeah. up again. Um, yeah, she is. Yeah, she's got a TV show, I think, right now. Huh. I wonder yeah. what channel is yeah, I don't know if it's out yet, but I think she's been filming. Okay, I'm going yeah, to have to check incredible. that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maggie from The oh, Hatch, who we, we, you know, we hope to see at some point. Um, yeah. I think the Hospice to event was canceled mm-hmm. last year, was re- rescheduled yeah. for this year, but then oh, canceled yeah. again. So, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, but, you know the, another very hardworking, I'm going to do whatever it takes to keep my business going. Oh, and if, yeah. and if you're a fan of sitting down at a bar and eating dinner, that's the place you want to be. Mm-hmm. The cocktail program is oh. crazy yeah. and the food is amazing. And the fact that you can buy the cooks uh, a round of beers, yeah, <laughs> I think is one of the so coolest liberal, things. So liberal. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we uh, Harvey, you know Harvey from Harvey's Donuts, who, who I knew nothing about. You told me about, and then I actually went there on my break one night because. You Did know, you I, like the donuts? Donuts are amazing. He has gluten-free donuts that I brought home. I thought Maria was going to eat them. You know, I get home late, so yeah. I thought Maria was going to eat them the next morning. I came home. She came downstairs. I told her, "Hey, they I got these gone. donuts for go. Bye bye, gone." <laughs> And then now it's one of the places that I can tell guests when guests at the Fairmont have kids, if they're, if they're there on, it used to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Mm -hmm. Now I think it's just Friday, Saturday. Um, But if they have kids and I say, Hey, you guys, if you want to have a uniquely Sonoma experience, you got to go to this place because it's Mm -hmm. so weird to go to a spot that's at night making fresh donuts and then offering 50 different types of bottled root beer from around the country. Yeah. And the the community that he's created there. And it's a family business. You got to love that. Oh yeah. His wife and daughter were the one making my donuts. Yeah. Yeah. And he's there with his top hat taking the orders. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, we talked about Lydia who's now over on the big Island, who's going to be making making meals for my mom for the next (laughs) now did she tell us that she wanted to sell her place on the show i think she did she's trying yeah so she hasn't found a buyer yet i don't think so yeah 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 Yeah, tough tough yeah um we had the crew on from valley bar and bottle who is you know those guys are 
you know, if you're, cool. if you're in the restaurant business, yeah. um, they're the kind of people you want to be hanging out with because they are eating cool food and they're drinking yeah, really weekend, unique wines. Yeah, week and New Year's, like their offerings, they were doing like some chicken cart street food. You know, like something like, I mean, so jealous, like you can just like, well, I shouldn't be jealous considering we're doing noodle spring, which is nothing right. like the girl <laughs> in the pig. But, you know, they're just not held down to a certain concept. Their concept is just serving what they want to serve. Yeah. You know, quality and good value. And yeah, yeah they're, they, I think they're going to have a really, you know, once they get settled in, they're going to have a really good thing. I'm sure yeah. they already do, but once things get to normal, they're going to be able to expand their reach. Yeah, and I knew when I had on, I had on um, Laura Brennan Bissell from Inkanu Wines um, on my other podcast, and and she's like one of the coolest people in the industry. Mm-hmm. Why um, do you say that? Like, why? What's cool? About um, well, not only was you know 2017 was a winemaker to watch, and then um, just last last month, Esther Mobley um, picked her Merlot. There was 12 wines that that um that sort of shaped 2020 and her um carneros merlot was on there but because i've had conversations with her over the last year because she stayed at the fairmont her take on a lot of things is just really interesting and about um climate change and that's one of the reasons esther picked her out is because she actually moved to washington because she wanted to she knew that the climate here was getting a little bit too warm Mm -hmm. she wants to make acid-driven wines and she wanted to do it in an environment where you had a lower overhead so that she Mm -hmm. could continue to provide wines to customers that weren't, you know, 80, $100 bottles of wine. Um, And just a very, she doesn't hold back her opinions. And I, (laughs) I I like that sometimes when people are, you know, they, they think a certain way and they're not ashamed of of saying what they mean. Mm -hmm. Um, But when, when she was last time when she was at the hotel, she said, Oh, I've got to go see Lauren at bar and bottle. And I said, Oh, how do you know Lauren? She said, Oh, are you kidding? We've been friends for years. So yeah. I said, oh, Okay, so Lauren. Well, Lauren. the fact that Lauren's been doing the Cala wine list, you know, for right. all these years. I right. mean, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of winemakers that want to get on that list. Right. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I'm one of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're going to get wherever you want. You got, you got people, you got contacts. I, I got peeps. You got I peeps. got a website. Save my, and you have a website <laughs> and you just froze. Okay. You're right. back. And then oh. um, you're back. And okay. you're saving me a case for me, my personal consumption. Um, That's right. Tab That's family. Right. I loved meeting Martin. That was so fun. And um, I had to call him for something. He was really cool about it. Um, Very helpful and definitely excited. They like expanded their patio before we got shut down. I heard it was really cool and beautiful. And And they're going to be like Valley once yeah. once this yeah. you know once this all blows over they're going to be incredible they're going to be a cornerstone like to the right the the, the town. you know the the square in sonoma is going to be like okay where are we going for dinner i don't yeah. know just park the car and yeah. we can decide and you're not going to have yeah, yeah see who's got room for us yeah right. exactly emily Emily the, Martin, the jet setting fashionista who just posted a picture this morning or last night of a piece of chocolate cake that we had on the menu a few weeks ago that I don't think is available that people are like, oh, my God, uh, but it has figs on it. So that would be understandable. But um, she's she's awesome. 
She, and she was so funny because she was staying at the Fairmont, but mm-hmm. I... You didn't get to see her, though, did you? No, I, she came in and I said, are you going to have dinner with us at the time we were doing outdoor dining? She said, no, I'm, I'm get, picking up food at Noodle Springs. So she was going to get food from you. Yeah. She said, but can I come back here and eat it? And I said, yes, but I, I had... <clears throat> It was one of those nights where I had a lot of reservations. So I said, hey, you can come back and eat it. Let me, you got to let me know what time though. Cause I'm going to have yeah, to save you. Uh, room. Then yeah, she ended up eating in her room. Yeah. I think by the fire with a bottle of Gloria Ferrer. So. Well, still awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Sarah Wiener, the good food foundation. So I bought my ticket to their event and I bought a ticket, which is January 22nd, I think. And I bought the box that goes with it. I think they're going to send out boxes of the winners or something. So that'll be fun. Good oh, yeah. foundation. I mean, oh, so exciting to see the people that have won and are coming out of there. And, yeah. you know, yeah. One of my favorite shows, um, you know, uh, Rachel and Andy from Amy's Kitchen, because for me, I love it when I have a personal connection to the to the mm-hmm. guests that are on. And for us watching Amy's drive-through go up, eating Amy's food throughout the years, mm-hmm. um, the frozen food, the canned food, but then actually being able to go to the restaurant once it was open and becoming one of our favorite spots. And then to have them on the show and have them be the kind of people you hope yeah, are, and they are, are successful. They're so grassroots, I mean, so down the, to earth. The, I love the story about how she wanted to finish her kitchen table and and the photographer for for Amy said you can't do that because that's the the table that we take pictures of all right. the food on. If you change it, then it's going to ruin the whole field that we right. have for the food. Uh, yeah. And the fact that they still live where they live and and you know mm-hmm. it seems and like success has it. My, my pen collection. I mean that was pretty <laughs> awesome. Okay, but um, <laughs> I definitely I think. I've had so much of their vegetable lasagna through COVID mm. that I, I should buy stock in it. Yeah, the chili is one of my favorite things. Yeah, but the chili the chili has a lot of calories. Oh, okay. Or compared to, well, it's not that, it's more than the lasagna. But I always okay. think that chili is not going to fill me up. They do a Mexican casserole frozen. I buy dinner, that. But- Okay, so that's one of that's, the things that I know I can come home from work. I yes. can don't microwave it. I've learned this, you know, we You don't? You put we, it in the oven? We just got a microwave maybe 4 or 5 months ago and uh-huh. we've never had a microwave. The the reason we got it is because we the Abby and Maria needed it for baking so that they could like do simple things like melt chocolate or something. So that was the reason that wow. they got so it. You put it in the oven? always always put those things in the oven and it's great because i can come home put it in the oven it takes like 45 50 minutes it's so uh, my opinion in my humble opinion things in the microwave get like steamed instead of that's true and so the the texture i want i want i want different texture i want crunchy creamy um so it's good i can put that on and then have a couple glasses of wine by the time it's ready i can have that for dinner you know for my late night dinner that's two in the morning for you that's about one (laughs) (laughs) it depends what season it is right Uh yeah yeah but no they were so cool i really respected them and 
they have so much to offer teaching wise. I could just listen to them for days. Yeah. That company is going to yeah. be around for a very long time. Our yeah. kid, you know, my daughter will be, her kids yeah. will eat yeah. Amy's food. That's yeah. kind of the feeling I get. will work there? Um, I don't know. I mean, that'll be up to her. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I think about, you know, I go in different places. Like I, I picked up my eyeglasses this morning oh, and, yeah, good. and, um, and I saw the, the girls that were working there in their, um, what do you call the gowns that people wear in like the hospitals? Um, like a dressing gown? I forget what you call them, but I thought hmm, that'd be interesting for Abby to work here. Cause it was a very clean, very professional environment, you know? Um, but, but then I wonder like how much money do they make or, um, but yeah, Amy's drive through I mean, that'd be a fun, be fun, place, fun spot. You know, yeah. bunch of kids. It'll depend on how cool, you know, it is. I think I, when, when we go to in and out it looks like the kids there are having fun and it seems to be like a cool, you know, the cool kids, you just see some cool it's kids. It's a very religious out. place to work. No, that's Chick-fil-A. It's also in and out Look at uh, it. Okay, yeah. I'm going to thank you for that tip because yes. we have a problem with Chick-fil-A. Oh, you, sorry. I might have oh. taken you down a very dark, dark rabbit hole. Okay, if we have a problem with in and out there's going to be uh, some issues. I'm sorry. Um, All right, well, well, we'll have to look yeah. into it. It might, know, so, a, sometimes it might be you... <laughs> in a good way. It might be in a good way. I don't want to. It does, I still go to In and Out. Well, it's been a couple of years, but I would still go. Okay. Yeah. I saw a great. There's a great YouTube video. If anyone um, wants to see something great about In and Out, it's um, it's Tony Bourdain, <laughs> and it's just this really simple, like three minute long video of him eating In and Out and explaining why he loves it and why that when he would fly into LA, it was the first place that he would stop. And it was when he, when he, when he would leave, he would pick some up and he just goes through, he breaks down the burger and why he likes it and why it's the perfect burger. But it's, I don't know. It's not a um, advertisement for them or anything like that, but just, just YouTube Andy Bourdain in and out burger. And just to hear him talk about it and why he loves that burger is just, and just, you know, just to get to see Tony's, yeah loved him yeah um monica and aaron from the local butcher shop over in oakland such a great idea great treasure to the community and i just i just saw on i don't know if it was ddd or if it was um check please bay area but they were at another butcher shop in oakland that was owned by a young couple and so i at first i thought it was them but it was not them Um, so it seems to be yeah, a little scene like going coming on. back. Yeah. Butchery. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then, Michael Nina, of uh, course. Icon. Yeah. That and, was cool meeting him for the first time. And he didn't say this, but after we did the show, I ran into an employee of his um, at the Fairmont. And they said when they were doing training, what they loved was that they were always told this one saying that um, when uh, in the restaurant, they were told the answer is yes. Now, what's the question? And so that was the way they treated guests is, you know, they would say, hey, my friends are coming in. Is it okay for us to send out something to the table? And he would say the the answer is yes. Now, what is the question? So just treat people like you think they should be treated and we'll support you. Yeah. And true. um, I have heard nothing but good things about. I have not heard one bad thing about someone's meal there. Not one. Yeah. Which that's, you know, we're a very critical community. 
So right. you would think you would hear something, but I, right. I look forward to my first meal there. Yeah. Um, you got Catherine Avery from um, Daybreak Seaweed. I think yeah. we will be seeing them in the future. I think they have a great idea. I think it's just not their time and, it, yeah. and it's not their, it's not their fault. It has to do with regulatory issues. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but the more you I see have some of that in your bag also, just FYI. Oh, awesome. Okay. Cause I eat, I, I binge on seaweed. I get those packs and I'll sit there and I'll yeah. eat the whole thing. I love yeah. it. Well, you got a jar of their seaweed. Okay. And my lovely right, got... Kyle. Kyle, yep. Yeah. Kyle, who this week he's we doing um, pork. Uh, what's he doing? Some kind of pork uh, dish is his meal this week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, Amy Sherman, Cooking with Amy, the alcohol professor, the cheese professor. Uh, Kathleen actually um, wrote that Amy had reached out to her and um, asked her to do some writing for the cheese professor. So I look forward to reading that. That's kind of cool. Okay. Came out of kind of nowhere. Um, Otto, one of my favorite guests from Sar Nikolai, because I cannot wait to go get in the water with some of these sturgeons. No, no, no. Um, I can't wait to Sacramento. watch you get in the water. And you know what's funny, Sandra? On New Year's Eve day, I went to Oliver's Market and I was I knew Maria was going to drink sparkling wine. I went to go get some caviar. They were completely sold out of sturgeon caviar. Wow. So and how interesting. We did not sell that much. Our, I, yeah, people at home, I, you know, yeah, people at I, home doing it themselves. Yeah, I mean, I thought we would have sold more than we did, but. You, you know, you always think that about not, yeah. um, New Year's Eve, that the yeah. reps would always start hammering into you at the beginning of December. Sparkling. Oh, you got to buy more sparkling yeah. wine. You got to get the champagne. And then yeah. and then New Year's Eve would come around and you don't sell a lot either. of it. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Uh, Manon from oh, Laura, Laura, Laura Chanel and Bohemian Creamery, and then the other company that I that I can't remember um, that all, is also involved in that. It's the is it the French oh, company? Marin French, Marin French, uh, yeah, Marin French, and La Benoit. La Benoit, that's what it yeah. is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Loved love having her on. Yeah, I mean Laura Chanel is always in our fridge. Yeah. It's one of those those cheeses that you just mm -hmm. always have in your fridge, and yeah, yeah she's very cool. And, and then uh, we had uh, our last two guests before the show was Jonathan Beard, the culinary yeah. director of the high school. And for me, that was just, it was nice to hear that he had five classes before COVID, mm -hmm. five classes with 30 kids in each class that were learning about food. Yeah. I, I had great. no idea that that was going on and in our school. He looks like a schools. really cool teacher, you know, yeah. like someone you would want to, that would engage you. Yeah. Yeah. And then Amy Riley, our sex yeah. pot that Eat talks something about sexy. sexy food. Eating sexy food. Um, yeah. Right. But, you know, I definitely, after our conversation, I went to the rap and rock and rap and roll or the nonprofit that she, let me find it really quick. She was talking about rock and wrap it up. Uh -huh. uh, the nonprofit that she works with, she she got seventy two thousand pounds of food donated 
um, she's like, she tagged me in a post on Twitter that said, what did you do this weekend? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I didn't do that, but congratulations. But, um, but I had to look at that organization and it's really cool because they, they go to film locations, they go to TV, they go to hospitals, they go to sports arenas, and they are really like trying to get food that hasn't been served yet, um, but has been prepared, and it's kind of in the back, and they haven't had to put it out yet, and they recover all that food and then donate it to where people need it. Really, really, and working with that Samaritan, the Good Samaritan Act that releases the liability and yeah no that's and, and you know so cool people. honestly people should stop and think about that that yeah. i i think it's something like 30 to 40 percent of the food that you see in the supermarkets ends up Wasted. going yeah. to waste it's it's complete insanity the model's broken it so is. people like that that can that They're can so lower great. some of those numbers yeah. is is amazing yeah you know it's funny because like in a in a market even when we had the fig pantry you know, you always needed the deli to look overflowing and full of food and you needed right. to look appetizing, which is very different than a restaurant. You know, yeah. in a restaurant, you go, okay, I'm projecting to have this many people. And, you know, it's very different. But yeah, yeah. we are a country that wastes way more yep. than we should. Yeah. But this this is, um, I'm really proud of us. I think we have just really talked to some incredible people and it's been exhausting. So I think we should take a break for a little while. <laughs> there it is. Smooth that in. Yeah. Yeah. But, but doing the show makes me want to do more. So um, I think we'll let's just take a break for a few weeks. So, I mean, basically let's just throw out that we're making an announcement yeah. that we're going on hiatus for a little bit. Yeah. And, and what that means and for how long we don't know, but when yeah. we know, when we know the time's right, then, then yeah. we'll let everyone know. And I'm sure that not all of you have listened to every single show. So this will give you an opportunity to catch up yeah. and visit some of the shows you haven't heard and, um, you know, and visit the bike goes on.com it's or radio misfits.com. Um, the bike goes on, but the bike goes on has all the links to the show. Well, and I love the way it's set up because it's, it's number one, it's only us. So yes, it's exactly. really easy. And, and because you have photos of all the guests um, right there so that people can just scroll through and you can see right. if something looks interesting to you, then, then it'll connect you directly. Right there. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, we appreciate everyone's support over the, the 115 shows that we've done and all of the guests. We appreciate you coming on and, and um, you know, and obviously, you... you know, from the stories that you can, mm-hmm. that we've been telling over the last hour and a half, we've gotten a lot out of these shows. Um, and feel free to like shoot us a line and let us know which were your favorite shows and um, you know, or if there's shows that you think we missed that we should think about in the future or yeah, anything, tell us how much you're going to miss us. Maybe that will encourage us. I don't know. Yeah. 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 But so it, it's, it's, it's not theater, a, it's so not a goodbye. It's a goodbye. see you later. See you later alligator. Yeah. What's your line? Wait, you just stole mine right out of my no, mouth. Yours you should talking? be in a wild crocodile. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, you know, we don't want to make it a sad thing, but, um, and we're just, you know, in a place right now where we, we're busy. Yeah. Got some stuff going on. And so, um, yeah. And and just like everyone else, I'm sure. And and that's why I don't think anyone will, you know, nobody, nobody will notice. Nobody, no one's going to wonder why we're taking a little break. My mom, my mom's going to, I'm going to have to just faux podcast for her. We could, you know, we we could just rename some of them and send them to her. That's true. We could. That's true. She's going to hear you say that though. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, mom. I'm not trying to fool you. All right. Well, if you, uh, you know, definitely go to the bikeozon.com. And if you have any questions, you can still, of course, send us an email and, um, We'd love to hear from you. Still give us a review on some of those shows um, and and we'll look forward to seeing you at, at some point in the future. Thanks, Brian. I love you. Thank you, Sandra. I love you too. All right. Talk to you soon. All right.